It's Thursday, August 12th. I'm Rudy. So Jeopardy announced its two new hosts. I'll take didn't see that coming for a million, Alex. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and every single morning at 9.45 a.m. Uh, that's Central Standard Time. You can find us Instagram live at Rudy underscore Povich. Today on the show, Jeopardy! What is up? But first, say hi to some people. What's up, Ashley? BJ, Maximilian, hi, Anna. What's going on? Kenny! Oh my God! They killed Kenny. Uh, Renee, what's up, Mira? Hi, White. Good to see everybody. First and foremost, if anybody's in the Instagram live feed, you can see right now somebody is donning his brand new Long Walk to Cleveland sweatshirt. Huh? Also, official coffee mug of the show. That's right. Now I can be caffeinated and cozy, all with a Long Walk to Cleveland. Might have noticed I changed the lighting here in the studio, uh, all because of uh, Jeopardy going uh, uh, announcing its new host yesterday, which is one of the only shows I really do kind of like stop down for. I will, uh, I don't make it an appointment viewing. It's not like 3.30 every single day on uh, CARE 11. I have to be there to watch Jeopardy, but if I got nothing cooking, I'll definitely sit down and watch a show. I love, I've been loving the program forever. And there's always like that, moment where you watch the show and then you get a couple of right in a row and you're like hey look at mr scholar huh yeah look at me getting all these hard answers right i was a dum-dum in high school but look at me in my 40s killing it in my living room on jeopardy woo uh but they uh, they announced uh, just recently and the first host that i can go ahead and throw out which uh i didn't see this one coming i didn't see this one coming my Mbialik. Who would have thought that at some point, uh, not only would we be dealing with, uh, you know, the Blossom Star getting back into the limelight with the, uh, what the, what was it, the thing she was on there, the, uh, the Big Bang Theory. The show was so bad, I forgot the name of it. But she kind of like made a name for herself, uh, obviously early on with Blossom, and then kind of, I don't know, took a bunch of time off, got a, I believe it was a doctorate of neuroscience from UCLA. I, that part I do know. And then has been on Jeopardy a couple of different times, like not only in a hosting realm, but also like celebrity versions of it. And they put her on, I think it was a couple of weeks after Alex had passed. They had her host a week. And then everybody was cheering for LeVar, LeVar Burton, which I thought that's the, nor- that's the yeah, that's the guy you go with. He's beloved. He checks off all the boxes. He's super smart. He's eloquent. Everybody's loved him. Your core demographic has basically been watching this dude on TV since we were kids. Reading Rainbow? I mean, dude. He's, he, everything about this guy is great. You, you can't like get, you can't get in trouble with LeVar Burton, can you? I mean, he checks off the race box. He checks off the nice box. He's got no skeletons in his closet. Fucking just go with LeVar Burton. Like, why are we having this conversation? And uh, they decided to go with Mayim Bialik. Like, all right, I get it. I mean, I get why you do that, you know. Uh, the one that I did see coming, and I kind of figured this was going to be the, this was going to be the guy that they went with, Mike Richards. Mike Richards has been the executive producer of that show now for like the last ten years, I think it is. He did a great job hosting. Very smart. Has a great lineage of television. He's also the executive producer of Wheel of Fortune. 
Uh, Ashley, he would have been great. Yeah, I agree. I think he would have been fantastic. Why they didn't put LeVar Burton in there, I don't know. But regardless, uh, so Mike Richards going to be hosting the Daily portion of it, so the syndicated version, and then Maya Bialik was going to be doing the spinoff shows, which I guess they have spinoff shows? Who would have thought? But I guess they're doing spinoff shows because... Uh, apparently they're going to be doing some like primetime stuff. Like, uh, she's got the college tournament that they're going to be hosting. Um, like a, like a 7 PM ABC. I don't know. They were trying to explain all of it. I was just like, but what happened to LeVar Martin? He's great. Great petition. Here's the thing I don't like that people do though. And I've been, I want like ran through the, uh, the news report that I was reading about it and everybody like tweeting and putting on Instagram. Well, that's it for me. I've watched Jeopardy just about my entire life, and now I'm done. Oh, why? Because you didn't get your guy? You're going to be that big of a baby because they chose to not go with somebody else that you like? Fuck you. Then go find another trivia show. Please do so. I think LeVar Burton is too big of a guy to go out and start his own trivia show, but this should have put a bug in his ear. Hey, man, maybe it's time that you decide to host one of these things you don't need a television. You don't need a, the backing of ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox. No. Dude, everybody's making a living online. Why not just start your own show? Shit's easy nowadays, dude. You know, get a couple of cameras. I, I imagine you got some bucks sitting in your bank account. All that Reading Rainbow money, Roots. Dude, uh, Star Trek, you've been around, man. You know. Funny story about LeVar Burton, though. Um LeVar is, for like how cool LeVar is, right? Everybody knows that he's great. And I, I'm a big fan. I like the guy. So there's a, a, a podcast that I help produce that is called About Last Night with Adam Ray. And I'm not, I'm not t- telling stories out of, you know, school or anything like that. So I don't mind telling the story. But uh, he had LeVar Burton on the show. And LeVar is like great, hilarious, phenomenal. And they record the, the show and... LeVar's on Zoom and he's at his library in his house and Adam's at his apartment and they do the show and great back and forth. Great stories about going back to USC and LeVar like, you know, doing like a drop in three day intensive with like Adam's acting class and all that shit. And it's awesome. It's a great episode. So Adam sends me the episode and I take it and, you know, work my little magic with it and we put it up online. And then like, 20 minutes later, Adam hits me up and is like, you got to fucking take all it down. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, fucking LeVar Burton just hit me up and does not want to be seen on, on camera. Like, we got to take it all down. He's cool with the audio, but he doesn't want the camera up. And I'm like, man, that's, that's weird that you would want only audio, but not... Because the audio is what gets you in trouble. Like, if you're only get, if you're going to get rid of one thing, you better get rid of both. Because the audio is what would get you in trouble. And it's not like LeVar Burton said anything that was like that disparaging. I think once or twice, I think he dropped a cuss word. It's like, well, yeah, he's a human. <laughs> a human in his 50s. I bet he uses swear words every now and again. I bet Alex Trebek probably dropped a shit every now and again. I mean, literally and figuratively. Uh, Steve, ever see him do the reading of Now Go the Fuck to Sleep, Pure Gold? I haven't, but I bet it's phenomenal. Because when that thing was originally done with Samuel Jackson, I believe, right? Ah, shit. See, now... This is where we get into this moment where I'm like, if you're going to predict, you can talk about the gun. You got to fire it off. So hang on. Let's see if we can find it. LeVar Burton. Go the fuck to sleep. All right. I imagine that this is probably worth it, but 
I've been a big fan of that guy for a long time, man. Like, butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. Ah, fucking. Ah, let's see. I'm having a hard time bringing this up. I don't know why this is. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Maybe this is it. I'm not cutting out any of this shit from the podcast either, so you guys are going to have to live with it. Okay, let's see if we can get it here. To Sleep by Adam Mansbach, <laughs> illustrated by Ricardo Cortez. <laughs> the cats nestle close to their kittens. The lambs have lain down with the sheep. You're cozy and warm in your bed, my dear. Please, go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> the windows are dark in the town, child. The whales huddle down in the deep. I'll read you one very last book if you swear you'll go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> the eagles who soar through the sky are at rest, and the creatures who crawl, run, and creep. I know you're not thirsty. That's bullshit. Stop lying. <laughs> Lie the fuck down, my darling, and sleep. Oh, see? Hang on. Let's the pause wind... this for a second. See what he's doing right now? This is why LeVar Burton is so great at what he, at what he is. Because you notice that those first two lines that he read were just so, very much so like, starting this book out. And now, you're as the parent, you are getting more aggravated with the child. Thus, the tone of your voice is starting to change. I love this. This is great. Okay, let's keep going. Whispers soft through the grass, hung. The field mice, they make not a peep. It's been 38 minutes already. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Go to sleep! <laughs> All the kids from daycare are in dreamland. The froggy has made his last leap. Hell no, you can't go to the bathroom. You know where you can go. The fuck to sleep. <laughs> the owls fly forth from the treetops. Through the air, they soar and they weep. A hot crimson rage fills my heart, love. For real, shut the fuck up and sleep. The cubs and the lions are snoring, wrapped in a big snuggly heap. How come you do all this other great shit, but you can, can't lie the fuck down and sleep? <laughs> the seeds slumber beneath the earth now and the crops that the farmers will reap. No more questions. The interview's over. I've got two words for you, kid. Fucking sleep. Oh, funny. Oh, I love it, man. All right, we'll stop it right there. We, know, we pretty much know how the rest of that's going to end. Oh, that's great. Oh, thank you for the, uh, thank you for the heads up on that, man. Yeah, too bad that they didn't roll with uh, LeVar Burton for that because he would have been great. And I don't know. Maybe that guy goes on and does some more shit. And if not, what a great legacy he's led. And he, he's also doing a version, I think, of Reading Rainbow. It's LeVar Reads or LeVar Burton's, LeVar, LeVar's books or some shit he's doing. I can't remember exactly what it is, but he is uh, doing something that is online. There's a podcast about it or whatever. So at least the guy's like, you know, making things happen. At least he's out there doing the shit. I love it, man. God, that's hilarious. Yeah, Maya Bialik. All right, whatever, dude. You know, she's great. I like her, but uh, what's up, Hoopty? Uh, Olina, love that book. I don't know much about that book. I do know that Samuel Jackson is a uh, is the coolest son of a bitch on the planet. Um, I've read those stories about like, you know, you see every once in a while, you see like a meme or something. And somebody will have a picture next to Samuel Jackson and they'll go, yeah, I was at the Atlanta airport and I was waiting for my bags. And my cousin and I were looking over and Samuel Jackson saw us and we were like trying to muster up the courage to go say hi and ask for a picture. And finally, at some point, Samuel Jackson just walked over and went, y'all motherfuckers want a picture or what? And 
that's what you love about that guy. I've got a couple of friends of mine that have done work with that dude in the past and have all said like top notch gentleman, man, just like super professional, always prepared, comes in one take in and out. You know, that's what you want in everybody, isn't it? That's what you want in your kids. That's what you want in life. That's what you want in a partner. <laughs> everybody that you work with, man, it would be, it'd be great if they could all just like get on board with all that shit, wouldn't it? I don't know. Uh, I was uh, I was waiting uh, around last night for a... Uh, I had to take a phone call late last night from a, a potential client. While I was uh, hanging out, just kind of waiting for the phone to ring, I, uh, I came across a, a new show, which... You guys know who Ron Livingston is? I hope you do. Ron Livingston, Office Space. Guy's been around forever. Um, yeah, he was in Swingers a long time ago. Um, Office Space is probably the thing that he's most known for. And he is also, when I was living in La Crosse, Wisconsin, um, his sister Jennifer is a longtime news anchor down there. I think she just recently got out of the business. But she, um, uh, she's she been down in La Crosse, Wisconsin forever. And l- is loved by everyone. Still goes with the last name Livingston. Looks a lot like Ron. Like, you can definitely tell when they stand next to one another. You're like, oh, shit. They fucking, they are brother and sister for sure. Uh, Jen Livingston. Also, you guys might remember that there was a, there was a viral video that went around of a, of a woman newscaster who was on the air and read a letter that she had received from a listener. There's some like meathead dude in like his upper forties, low fifties, and basically like calling Jen fat. Like, how dare you get on the air with your body type and, you know, smile, how dare you be happy with yourself? You're not, you're not physically fit. You know, you are, uh, you're a bad influence on your kids and you're a terrible role model to the people who watch you. And she was like, what the fuck? So she reads this letter and people went out and found this dude, like found him in the parking lot of the gym he was walking into and like called him out and was like, what the fuck's the matter with you? And that she ended up on like all the talk shows and stuff. What I love the most about her never once mentioned that she was Ron Livingston's sister. Never brought it up. It wasn't a it wasn't a part of the narrative. She was just a person. A lot of times we sort of get wrapped up, especially with celebrities, and it happens a lot, especially like if you're a local media person. Because there's a lot of times that media people get together. You know, radio guy marries TV lady, TV lady gets together with, you know, whatever. And there's a lot of times you go out and whoever's a little bit higher up on the totem pole, that is whose name is always presented when introducing the spouse. I'll give you an example. It might be a little confusing. So uh, g- girl is on TV. Guy is on radio. Guy does midday show. Not a ton of listenership. Lady does five o'clock news. Tons of viewers, right? The five and ten. Everybody knows her. So they go out to a party. And when they go out, it's, uh, it's you know, Donna McLaren. Donna McLaren is in the house. Nobody gives a shit about her husband. Donna McLaren is here. When the husband is introduced... It isn't, hey, this is Jared McLaren. No, no, no. This is, hey, this is Donna McLaren's husband. Every time. Doesn't matter. So I'm glad that she decided. I imagine because it had to have been brought up by producers and stuff. Has to. That's He's such a big name. And you're his sister. It's not like you guys are seventh cousins. I mean, you grew up with the guy. And she was like, no, you know what? Please don't mention it. I don't. That's not his deal. And I don't need him like taking shit. And I don't need his career. Chet Hanks could learn a lesson from Jennifer Livingston. Fucking keep your mouth shut sometimes, man. (laughs) 
But uh, no, she's fantastic. And I, I've, I've known her forever. And her husband, Mike, is just like the best. Ah, oh, they're just like the sweetest people on the planet. I bet that it's weird now because I still feel like I'm at that age where I still like watch the NFL. And I'm like, I'm fucking younger than them guys in the NFL. Like they're all old farts. And you're like, no, no, fuck no, man. You're 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 younger than like four people in the NFL. Their kid was like two when I met him. I bet that kid is in college now. It's fucking, it blows my mind. But last night, as I was uh, kind of just waiting around, I started bopping on a uh, a couple of, I don't know, Amazon Primes and Netflixes. And I don't have a show I'm watching right now just because I've been so goddamn busy with other things. And I'm trying to get into this routine about going to bed. Like uh, Derek, who I've been working with uh, as my nutritionist and my trainer was like, dude, you need seven hours. I'm looking at your sleep totals here, man. You're getting like 525. You're getting like 450. Like, dude, you can't maintain and you can't grow on that little amount of sleep. We're sort of like programmed to think sleep equals weakness. Naps equal unproductive. And you got to kind of like change your mindset about that. Now, overly lazy is not good, but sleeping because there is a purpose to it. Like uh, one of the things I brought up with Derek recently was, hey man, I'm not in, I don't want a cheat meal. But if there is a nutritional benefit of having a burger and fries once every four days to kind of like reset the body, I'm in. And he's like, yes, there is, but right now, no. And eventually we'll get there where you're going to have to force yourself to eat a burger and fries every once in a while. You might not want to, but it's the best thing for your body to do it. So when we get there, we'll let you know. And I'm kind of feeling that way about sleep right now. Like, did I want to go to bed at 10 o'clock last night? Fuck no. (laughs) I still had shit to do. I got a laundry list of things I'm trying to put together and get ready to go. And do I want to go to bed at 10? No. But hey, man, if I got to get up at, you know, 5 o'clock the next morning, 5.15, there's that seven hours. So you got to force yourself to do it. How dedicated to this are you? So... Last night, as I was just waiting, I started kind of bopping around a little bit, and I came across a show that I had never heard of, had never seen, knew nothing about it, but it's got uh, it's got Ron Livingston, and it's got Will Sasso. Name of the show, it is on uh, Amazon Prime. There is, I didn't realize this, there's like three seasons to this thing, and who would have thought, but uh, it's a show called Louder Milk. And man, I am telling you, that first episode was like, lights out one of the best pilot episodes of a show I think I've ever seen. There's all these like, there's this great, in fact, actually I'll read the, uh, the, the slug line here. Uh, Louder Milk centers on Sam Loudermilk, a recovering alcoholic and substance abuse counselor with a bad attitude. Although he has drinking under control, Loudermilk discovers that when your life is a mess, getting clean is the easy part. There's like, there's this, his, obviously his story is the A story, but then there's like all these like amazing B stories of like him trying to meet the, uh, the neighbor lady and how he's like got this relationship with the priest, not relationship, relationship, but like his interactions with the priest who lets him use the church basement to have his AA meetings. It's, it's, it's so wickedly. And just that first like 30 minutes of watching it. So if I could give out a recommendation, I would say you got to check out Louder Milk and all because Ron Livingston is just so goddamn good at everything that guy does. I've never seen a bad Ron Livingston movie. Here's another movie. Don't sleep on it. It's called Drinking Buddies. Uh, wait, no, 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 not drinking. Ah, shit. Was it drink? Yeah, Drinking Buddies. It's Drinking Buddies. Um, originally, you're going to see it and you're going to go, what the fuck is all this about? Uh, Jake Johnson from New Girl, 
with Zoe Deschanel. And Jake Johnson is so good in everything, man. Did you guys see uh, Into the Spider-Verse? His version of Spider- the animated? Oh, fucking dude. That guy's so lights out good. Check it out. Jake Johnson is phenomenal. And then on top of it, you got Anna Paquin. You got um, Olivia Wilde. And then Ron Livingston. And Olivia Wilde and Jake Johnson play this uh, play two people who work at a brewery. They, they're good friends. There's like this sort of sexual tension between the two. And then they go out to a cabin and she's dating Ron Livingston and he's dating Anna Paquin. And then they all get together. I'm thinking, I must be screwing that up. It's not Anna Paquin. What was the name of the gal from Trolls? Somebody on the Instagram live feed. Uh, throw it my way. I'm not going to look it up. Uh, Anna something or another. Been around. Beautiful voice. Um, but yeah, they go out into the, into the woods and everybody's hanging and... You know, they uh, obviously there's like this dramatic thing that happens and there's like people that are making out with other people. And uh, Anna Kendrick. Thank you, Bethany. But yeah, really. I mean, phenomenal. Such a good movie. But Ron Livingston, just like he is the Reggie Miller of movies. Always good in everything he does. I mean, phenomenal in everything he does. Never going to be like that huge, massive superstar. Never going to be Brad Pitt. You know, never going to be Leo. But always going to be surrounded by great people that make him look great because he's so goddamn good at what he does. Man, thank you guys for all the uh, comments. I haven't even said hi to most of you. Amanda, what's up? Hey, Scooter, how are you? Hi, Ella, nice to see you. Anna, Deb, yeah, dude, this is a great movie, is it not? Yeah, man, Drinking Buddies is good. Don't don't sleep on Drinking Buddies. I would say, man, that's uh, that's probably one of the better ones that... um, Came out of that nice little indie film. And Olivia Wilde's doing some great shit right now, man. I think Eighth Grade was the name of the movie that she had put out. Man. Like, she's just a juggernaut. And she is just... Uh, I hate going down the road of, like, celebrity gossip and news. But Jason Sudeikis, my goodness. Stop crushing that man's heart, would you please? I have a hard, a very difficult time watching him show up everywhere in just, like, sweatpants and a sweatshirt and a mustache and shaggy hair. He is depressed, Olivia Wilde, and it is your fault. Knock that shit off. Get him back on his good graces. He needs to be where he deserves. Being funny in front of a camera. He looks miserable right now. I get that everybody's like freaking out about, uh, what is it called? Lasso? Ted Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso? I don't know. Something like that. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, uh, I would say watch Louder Milk. Man. And if anybody's ever d- dealt with like addiction, th- I feel like this is going to be one of these things that Ron Livingston's going to look back on. And people are going to go, hey, man, like I grew up with addicts. I grew up with, you know, people in my life that couldn't get their shit together. And that television show encapsulated it so well, like how hard it is to deal with people. Um, Not that I'm like giving anything away, but one of the things he has to do in the first episode is he has to go out and he has to find this woman whose mother says, my daughter is on drugs and she's like working in a strip club and she can't get her shit together. Could you please go out and and find her and try to get her to go to a meeting and get it, help get her shit together. And when you get to the place where this woman is staying, that apartment looked exactly like my dad's. I mean, identical, just like filled with fucking trash and garbage everywhere. And just like cigarette butts on the table. And, you know, I think he makes a comment. He goes, uh, he goes, all right, I'm going to leave. And they were like, why are you leaving? And he goes, cause your apartment smells like two garbage cans fucking Ugh, gross. And he turns around and walks out. I'm like, yeah, I, I've been in that apartment. I know that apartment oh so well. So, yeah, it is uh, Amazon Prime, Louder Milk, Ron Livingston, Will Sasso. Who's just goddamn Will Sasso? 
I don't know what I like more about Will Sasso, his bald head or his calves. They are great, are they not? <laughs> I mean, if you were to stick a, a camera angle of Will Sasso's calves and then take another angle of Will Sasso's head, you wouldn't know the difference. They are both equally uh, spherical, symmetrical, spherical, spheric, spheric, spheric. Sephiric sounds like a perfume store in the mall. But yeah, that guy is so goddamn good. Uh, but yeah, I would say check it out, man. I don't, know, I don't know how many more times I can tell you, give my recommendation on checking it out. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on Stitcher as you are seeing on Instagram Live, rocking the brand new A Long Walk to Cleveland hoodie and also the brand new coffee mug. I got my t-shirt upstairs and some more merch coming here shortly. But you can find that at rudypovich.com. Order it up, please do. It arrives roughly within like five, six days. So yeah, good stuff. In the meantime, thank you guys so much. Really do appreciate you taking A Long Walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.